BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's up, fellas? Welcome back to Convos Over Cold Brew with me, your host, Emma Abrahamson. Today we are doing another solo episode to close out season three of Convos Over Cold Brew. I cannot believe it's already been three seasons. This this podcast is just so funny to me. I feel like I just started it during the beginning of quarantine in 2020 and I had no idea where it was going to take me. I also had no idea how to do a podcast and not going to lie, I still don't really know how to do it, but I think I'm doing it right. I don't know. I feel like the, I feel like it's grown over the last year so much that I must be doing something right, right? I don't know. Anyway, today we are doing a solo episode on body image, some tips from being a runner, from being a competitive athlete, also transitioning out of competitive athletics because it is a really hard transition if you're someone that has struggled with body image and you're like my age, I don't know, 24, 25, you graduated from college, you're no longer doing your sport your body changes so much from like age 21 to 25. And if you've already been struggling with body image your whole life, it's just kind of like an unexpected thing that happens. I feel like with all of the body changes over the years, like it can just be very hard to deal with, especially if you don't have very many people to talk to about it. It's just a hard thing to talk about. And I just wanted to be open with you guys on this podcast, kind of talk about my experience and what I've done to help myself over the years because right now I feel like I am in the absolute best place with my body image. I'm not kidding when I tell you it was like debilitating. My negative body image has hindered so many aspects of my life and if you don't struggle with bad body image or you know you don't feel like it affects you day to day like maybe you have some days where you're not waking up feeling the best that's totally normal but it's a different problem when you wake up every day and your mood is determined by the way you feel like your body looks or the way that you feel in your body or for me it was like getting to the point where i wouldn't even like leave the house or like go see friends because i was feeling so self-conscious about myself anyway We can dive into that for the whole episode. I'm already like starting to rant about it. Yeah, stay tuned for the full episode. Today's episode is brought to you by none other than Inside Tracker. Inside Tracker is also a tool that has helped heal my body image. It's not something that like, I guess is proven to help heal body image. But for me, one of the ways that I've just felt better about myself and the way I look and the way I feel in my body is also by just being so in tune with my body and fueling it with what it needs and what it's feeling at the current moment. 
The process with Inside Tracker is basically you get blood work done and it analyzes a ton of different biomarkers in your body. Stuff like cortisol levels, vitamin D, vitamin B12, good cholesterol, bad cholesterol. There's so many different biomarkers I could go on, like magnesium levels. It analyzes exactly where your body's at. And the good thing about Inside Tracker that helps so much is that it gives you science backed recommendations in like an action plan that you can check off every single day to make sure that you are working towards optimizing those biomarkers. Like for me, my LDL cholesterol, the bad cholesterol is high. So one of my recommendations is adding in flaxseed to my diet every single day. And every single day I go into the app and I check off that I've had flaxseed that day or like vitamin D. My vitamin D has been low all three times I've tested with Inside Tracker. So now I've made it a priority rather than just like a goal to get in my vitamin D supplement every day. I've been taking it every single morning and I'm really hoping with the next time I test, like two to three months down the line that my vitamin D has gone up for once. I just feel like fueling my body with specific things it needs for me has been so helpful in just feeling overall better about myself. And I'm sure you guys have heard me talk about Inside Tracker on a variety of different platforms, but I seriously cannot recommend it enough if you're like a data-oriented person and you just wanna feel better on and off like the running course and just in day-to-day -day life. So you guys can get 25% off the Inside Tracker store. Just go to insidetracker.com slash Emma. This holiday season, give the gift of personalized health to you or your loved one. Just go to insidetracker.com slash Emma to get 25% off the entire store. Now let's get into today's episode. I'd start off this episode just kind of talking about, I guess, where my body image problems started coming from and like the origin of it and kind of the progression. And then talking about ways I've healed over time from my negative body image and where I'm at today, where I ultimately feel like almost cured at a certain point, which is unheard of for me. I literally feel free. The way I felt so like trapped by my own thoughts and couldn't get over it, it was it was hindering my ability to be a normal person, which is why I knew it was so bad. And I kind of needed to do something about it, but also it's really hard to kind of know what to do, what the first step is, especially as a runner where it depends on the atmosphere that you're in, the environment that you're in, like the people that you're surrounded by. But for me, like elite competitive running, a lot of your value as a person, again, this just really depends on the environment. People could have such different experiences, but for me, I felt like my value as a person for four years was really based on my fitness level and not necessarily the way I looked, but when people talk about fitness, it, it has something to do with your physical appearance most of the time. And before we dive like straight into the episode, I really want to emphasize that this was my experience and all of it is like my own internal thoughts. Other people that were in like the same environment as me could interpret things so differently. I really just want to emphasize that this is my experience and my internal thought process of how I like developed a negative body image. Anyway, for me growing up, I can't tell you how much my body has changed. I would say from like age 13 to now 25, like in the past 12 years, you wouldn't even be able to recognize me as the person I was when I was 13 years old. If I was standing next to the person when I was 13 years old, I don't even know if people would pin me as the same person because that's how different I looked. I went through puberty really late in my life and I feel like I've also gone through like five puberties, which you guys are probably tired of hearing me talk about, but I refuse to stop talking about it because I feel like no one talks about it and 
I don't know, a lot of girls go through puberty young, so I've been dealing with these things so late into my life that I feel like a lot of people haven't talked about or a lot of people even can't relate to. Some girls get their periods when they're 13. Like, I got my period when I was 22. And with that came a ton of body changes. Anyway, so starting off when I was like 13, very prepubescent looking, I was 5'2" very like just small and looked like a like a little like teddy bear like i've never been a really lean person that's not really in my genetics i'm just kind of built like more muscular looking and i mean i didn't really look muscular when i was 13 but i also wasn't like you know what a lot of the people look like just really really small before they go through puberty like that was never me i was short i will say but then over the course of high school i proceeded to grow eight inches to 510 when I graduated and also gained 50 pounds and my body looked so different from the beginning of freshman year of high school to the end of freshman year of high school but I've always been a very confident person and honestly I wasn't even paying attention really to the amount of weight I was putting on or like I mean I knew what was growing but I wasn't measuring myself every day being like how much am I growing you know and I've also just been a very confident person and in like in my running ability too. I I don't know. I never associated like me growing and getting bigger as like a bad thing. I honestly thought it was good and I enjoyed it. Like once I got past 5'8", I was like, okay, maybe I can stop growing now because <laughs> I was like, I don't want to be six feet tall as a girl, but you know what? You can't choose your genetics. So I just kept growing. One of the things I'm so grateful in my running career is is my confidence in myself as a runner, as a person growing up and also growing up without social media because I think that having a positive body image from that entire puberty process, my, my first puberty process really helped me stay injury free. Like I can't imagine if I tried to like stop myself from growing or stop myself from putting on those 50 pounds in high school, I can't imagine how much damage that would have done to me later in life or like me even in high school. I'm just so grateful that I like let my body do its thing and go through the full like puberty cycle it needed to go through and so that I was able to get stronger, put on the muscle I needed to, to stay healthy throughout my entire running career. I also had a really healthy high school team environment. I feel like everyone on my team had a really good head on their shoulders. But where I really started to notice a difference in like my team in high school, and I guess sometimes the entire like elite running community is when I would go to these big meets and see people that looked a lot different than me. Also, I just feel like I noticed people had a lot different eating habits than me. I mean, I ate whatever I wanted, whatever was put on my plate. I loved candy, I loved everything. And I feel like when I just started getting into the more of the like elite, elite running world is when I started noticing more, I guess, disordered eating habits and people just focusing more on leanness and appearance and, I'm just very glad I honestly didn't grow up in that environment when I was in high school because I feel like it would have kind of drove me to insanity and had, I just would have been much less confident in myself and like my eating habits and stuff. Anyway, so once I was a senior in high school, I, I mean, I started to notice that I was a little different than other runners, especially like other elite runners because I would go to these meets and just see the difference. And also I was just very tall. I was a lot taller than a lot of the other people that were competing at the level I was at or like the events that I was in. And I don't know, I, I just started to notice a difference. Not that I was like self-conscious or anything, but I just noticed a difference. Then again, I did have a good head on my shoulders and I feel like because I didn't have social media, I wasn't constantly comparing myself to these other like elite runners on a day-to-day -day basis or other people's bodies on a day-to-day -day basis. And I feel like that's one of the main problems with social media that I have is that we are not meant to constantly compare ourselves to these other like, 
pro runners, especially at such a young age, like to these other people that have put in years and years and years of work, have gone through puberty, have done all this stuff and are also just built differently than you or trained differently than you. We are just not meant to see that on a day-to-day basis. And I feel like that's where I have the biggest problem with social media is that I think it just really brings the comparison game, even subconsciously, like into the forefront of your mind. And I'm just so grateful I didn't have that because I feel like it would have changed my outlook on like my appearance and my confidence in myself and made me question like, is being a tall runner a good thing? Is being like a stronger runner a good thing? I don't know, but I just, I don't know. I went with the flow and I was really confident in myself and my running ability and I was a good runner and I I didn't feel like I needed to change anything. I've also known the importance of fueling myself like the whole time and I wanted to have a good relationship with food in my body. I didn't want to do anything about it. I felt very content with my body and where it was at. Anyway, so then fast forward to college age and that's when, you know, that's when appearance and weight started to play more of a factor, I guess, into my running career. Again, it just, it took everything to another level that I don't know if I was like mentally prepared for in terms of body image. Like I started getting asked what my race weight was. We started getting body fat percentage tested and everything was just so focused on fitness and what you can cram into like a season or where you can cram into a year. Like everything in college is just so fast paced. It's four years, which seems like a lot when you're going through it. But honestly, looking back, like four years is such a short amount of time. And the seasons are what, like eight weeks long? So you're just trying to get like as fit as you possibly can in those eight weeks to perform your best at like one meet. And then you kind of have to reset over and over again. And it was also year round, which is very difficult. Like it's really hard to be at your absolute fittest year round without like driving yourself insane. And I'm a type B person. I'm not type A. And I feel like in the elite running environment, you almost like get rewarded for being type A. So I, in college, I honestly changed my personality. Like I became much, much more type A than I used to be. I started noticing myself like nitpicking myself a lot more on appearance and just thinking that I needed to do something about it. Like I needed to do something about my eating habits. I needed to do something about the way I looked. Like nothing was ever good enough. I also just started to notice that like physical appearance was being praised more in the elite running world. And it was more of an indicator of fitness. Some of the time compared to like your actual times that you're running, I feel like a lot of judgments were made on the way you looked. Like people would come back from the summer and everyone would just be like kind of nitpicking each other. Like, okay, who looks fit? Who doesn't look fit? Like there was just so much pressure, I guess, on the way you look. And that started getting to me because then all of the thoughts started going through my head. Like I'm a bigger runner. I'm 5'11 now. I grew another inch. I put on more weight because I'm still kind of going through puberty yet. I've never gotten my period because of the intense running. You know, I've been doing my entire life and my body's kind of my, my ovaries, I guess, are stunted from that. So there was just like a lot of things that were going on in my body. And I just started becoming so horribly self-conscious about the way I looked in my uniform and also the judgments from other people that I feel like I felt afraid of looking overweight. This also kind of developed into this sort of body dysmorphia because now I look back and I was genuinely delusional. I was not overweight. I have pictures in my camera roll of me like posing in like my spandex in my like shorts and just feeling like I had a muffin top basically. And I just remember taking these pictures, like so upset with myself. I just feel so bad for my old self because I was genuinely so delusional because I, I just think that this like type A environment was just not meant for me. And I just, it turned me into this person that I wasn't. And I was so self-criticizing about my, about my appearance. And I just felt, 
I genuinely felt like I was obese, which is so crazy to look back at because I, I really was not at all. And, and kind of around the same time, I mean, I just started second guessing like my food habits and just being in that environment, I feel like people were just, I feel like a lot of the time people were just kind of always looking at what you ate and we're just like making sure that you're eating right to get down to your race weight. And I didn't even know what my race weight was because I had gained so much weight just from going through puberty and stuff. I didn't know what my race weight was, like what race, what weight I felt best running at because I literally have no, I genuinely have no idea. I still don't know because when I ran best was when I was feeling best about myself. It was regardless of whatever weight that I was running at. And anyway, just being in this environment, I feel like just drove me to have this insane body dysmorphia that was so delusional looking back. I... I feel so sorry for myself because even when I was at my absolute leanest, I was so unhappy and I was honestly just so afraid of like, I don't know, having someone comment on my like physical appearance. And then that's also when like YouTube came into the picture and like, then I had random strangers commenting on the way I looked. And I just remember being like a senior in college, I had overcome kind of body image problems just by... I don't know, admitting to myself one day that I was like, I'm going to stop like trying to please other people with my appearance and just focus on what makes me feel good. And I genuinely feel like I was kind of relieved from a lot of my body image problems that at that like moment in time, basically like my junior year of kind of just, just like stop trying to please other people. One with my running career or just like two with my physical appearance and just like kind of accepting myself the way I am. I just remember having a conversation with my sister um, my senior year and I was just like, I, would, I felt it was like debilitating like I would be nervous to like go out in public or like if I had felt like I just didn't look good I would not want to take a shower and I just like wouldn't I would just be so genuinely afraid of like of people commenting on my physical appearance or just like making judgments about me from the outside and then when YouTube came into the picture and I started having random strangers commenting on my appearance like I just remember receiving this one comment in like my most vulnerable time as a student athlete and like they said that my like I had like thunder thighs or something or like if I had lost 10 pounds I would be a better like faster runner and I just remember that literally like destroyed me and I know it's like, now I just look back because I've gotten over that, like with random strangers commenting on the internet, like I, I know it comes from a bad place, like whatever they're going through, obviously it's like a reflection and projection of what they feel on the inside. And I, I've come to terms with that and I'm way better at receiving hate comments on the internet. But when I first started YouTube channel, when I first started my YouTube channel, like I was in one of my most vulnerable time periods in my life. So receiving these comments about something I was so genuinely self-conscious about, literally drove me to start going to see like a sports psychologist because I felt it was like hindering my ability to like be a normal person and like even just perform at my best like getting onto the starting line of a race feeling really self-conscious in your uniform and like afraid of what people think about you in your uniform or being like oh my gosh like she has a muffin top like I am honestly like proud of myself for being able to perform at the level I did with where my confidence was at in my physical appearance because once the gun went off, I stopped thinking about it. There'd be races where I would think about it, where I'd be like running and I would just feel like my stomach start to pop out of my jersey and I would be self-conscious about it, but I wouldn't let it affect my race, which I'm very proud of myself for because in every other aspect of my life, it was affecting it negatively. And even when I got onto the starting line, like just feeling bad about myself or putting on my uniform and feeling like I just had skin folding over top of my, <laughs> of my shorts, 
would literally like put me in this like depressive episode and like you want to feel confident getting to the starting line you want to feel good you want to feel strong and I think that the environment I was in and not just having that like open conversation or someone to go to to be like I feel like this and I don't really know what to do and I feel like it's oh my gosh I feel like I'm just my voice is whimpering right now but I feel like I didn't have anyone to talk to about it and and I honestly feel like my negative body image like really affected my burnout with running and I just wish I had someone to talk to or like someone that was I guess talking about it throughout my running career because especially in college because I feel like if I had someone to go to and be open about it with I feel like I would have been a better runner I feel like I feel like I would have been a better athlete I would have just been able to you know continue running after college maybe or just being able to perform better or just like be a happier person, be a better person to be around because my negative body image affected me so much to the point where I feel like I almost secluded myself and I became a recluse of sorts. I lost my entire personality. I I just became this person that I like have never been before. I've always been a very like happy-go-lucky person, very confident in myself. And I just felt like having really, really bad body dysmorphia and a negative perception of the way I looked really just ruined my life for a couple years and it's just hard to even describe to people like what that experience was like like I said if you don't have body image problems you really will never understand like the way that it affects you on a day-to-day basis when I'm telling you that 90% of my thoughts throughout the day was on my physical appearance and me just being worried about the way I looked and that is so all-consuming that I couldn't even function as a normal person. I just feel like there weren't very many resources I could go to to, like, open up about this. Um, I also feel like I just didn't have... Well, I also just didn't have money, so I couldn't go see a therapist or anything because I didn't have the funds to go, you know, outsource. I also am the type of person, and I feel like the running environment, the elite running environment especially, it's like a lot of it is just kind of, like, fix it yourself, do it yourself... Again, I didn't want to be a burden to my coach, anyone else. Like, I just felt like, I don't know. I I know what a positive body image feels like. And I just felt like I just needed to, like, figure something out. Or I just needed to, like, basically get it together and, like, get myself together and fix it by myself. Because I've always been a very independent person. I don't like asking for help. And kind of off topic too, but like I haven't very I haven't been in very many relationships. Another relationship I was in was with another runner and it was really unhealthy. Now looking back, I mean, I could rant about that one for hours, but a lot of male distance runners are just like small and a lot of them are shorter than me. It was like so toxic. I mean, he just would make comments sometimes when he was under the influence that I was like fat and not that I really let it get to me again because I didn't let it get to me like I would never, you know, cry over a person being belligerent and calling me fat, but it was more just if the people that you care for in your life are hinting that you need to lose weight or like that that they don't like you because you're overweight, like it eventually gets to you at a certain point whether you consciously know it or not. In the back of your mind, like you are internalizing it and not that I feel like this belligerent person like caused my body image problems. <laughs> I'm just saying like not having, I guess, a good support system in, like, my personal life to kind of talk about this with. Like, even my sisters, I feel like I I didn't really talk about it very much with until later years, just because, again, I just had the do-it-yourself attitude. 
And I just like really liked being independent. Anyways, fast forward to after college, I graduated and basically I just hit my final straw with like feeling bad about myself. And I I had so many like issues. I, I had never gotten my period. My hormones were all messed up. I had like really, really bad body image problems. I needed to go through like my 20th round of puberty. And though my body image problems kind of got better as time went on when I started like, accepting myself more and stopped caring, I guess, about what other people thought of me. Finally, kind of when I got to that point is when I, is when my body started changing like drastically kind of like into a woman post-college and post-collegiate athletics. That was when I just started, I started running less and I just needed to take the time to kind of heal my hormones and I wanted to do it naturally. I didn't want to go on birth control or everything or anything. Through the years like 28, 29, 2018 2019 my body changed so much like in 2019 was when I got my period like the beginning of 2019 and I would wake up every day and my this might be TMI but my boobs would hurt so bad just from like my hormonal changes and my body was just changing so much like none of my old clothes fit my bras didn't fit of course I needed all new sports bras I was starting to get hips I just went through this entire like womanly body change and again on one hand I was like trying to keep my identity as like this competitive runner and on the other hand my body was changing so incredibly drastically and I also wasn't really exercising because I was trying to heal my hormones so that's when like the body image problems started to come back like really strong because I was trying to hold on to this like elite running mentality but then I also felt like it was kind of out of control because my body was changing so much and I, on one hand I didn't really want to avoid it I didn't want to push against it because I know how important it is to let your body change and to let it go and take its time and do what it needs to do so that's what I prioritize but also trying to hold on to this mindset was really hindering me I think from like fully embracing you know my body changes and I also just like had this opinion of myself and the way I I also just had this vision of myself and the way I looked as this elite runner and now it's completely different and I honestly didn't really know how to process that and yeah so then I started training for the marathon just being more like gentle with my body I mean not the marathon training is gentle on your body but just trying to like embrace it as it is like with my changing body and not trying to not trying to stop you know my 20th round of puberty from happening so 2019 was the year that I decided to fight back against myself and my own brain and I really tried to rewire my brain into a more positive way of thinking about myself and my body because I was so fed up at that time I'm I was so sick and tired of hating the way I looked of just being so self-conscious of having these negative body image thoughts and body dysmorphia every single day like the second I woke up it would be the first thing I thought about I was so sick and tired of it I've dealt with it for years and I was like okay I need to actively start making a change in my lifestyle in the way I think about myself because I need to get over this bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia turn five dollars into 150 dollars instantly when you place your first wager at bet MGM simply download the bet MGM GM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager, only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. 
new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. So 2019 was the year I started forcing myself to run without a shirt. And this was unheard of. When I was in college, I refused to run with my shirt off because I was so, I think, afraid of what people would think about me. And my stomach that never had a six pack and was the highest body fat percentage on the team, like I decided I don't care anymore. And I also just came to this realization that no one really cares that much. Like when you go out into day-to-day life and you are you run past people like on the street, Do you ever pay attention to the way they look for more than three seconds? No. And that's when I kind of had this realization in my brain. I was like, okay, I'm like out of the competitive running world environment. I'm living in California and San Diego. No one really knows me that much here. And what is there to be afraid of running with a shirt off? Like what? The worst thing that can happen is someone from their car sees me and doesn't like the way I look. Okay, whatever. I move on. This is a random stranger. So this is the year that I decided to start running with my shirt off. And it was so freeing. And I I truly believe that that was the first step of me kind of healing from my negative body image. And also around this time is when I like made a video about me gaining weight because I just had this irrational fear on the internet too of people commenting on me and my changing body appearance. And that was when I just started to address it from myself. Being like, yes, I know my body has changed and that's okay. And it's kind of just me convincing myself, honestly, that it was okay that my body has changed and that I've gained weight and that's totally fine. And I'm and I'm graduated from like elite competitive running and I'm just like allowing my body to change. And basically this is kind of like an irrational fear in my head, but I wanted to take the power away from these random strangers commenting that I had put on a bunch of weight. And I wanted to take the power back into my own hands and be like, yeah, I have gained weight and that's okay because I'm not trying to be like the runner I was in college. I honestly don't miss that person because I feel like I was recluse. Like I was a recluse quarter of the person I usually am. So I just distinctly remember that being one of the first steps I took. Anyway, since then over the years, Another thing that I feel like has helped me over the last couple of years has been intuitive eating and really listening to my body. That is the number one thing I think when my body image is at its best, when I am really in tune with what my body needs and what it wants, whether that be exercise, rest, food, water, like all of it, every single aspect of my life, like when I'm giving my body what it wants, I feel like that is when I'm feeling best about even my just physical appearance not trying to change anything, not trying to like fall into these social media fads of like eating a certain way to build muscle or eating a certain way to da da da. When I feel my best and when I have the best body image is when I'm truly listening to my body, eating when I'm hungry, eating what I want when I'm hungry, eating what I know is gonna fuel my body best. And for me, that is like definitely whole nutrient dense foods. Obviously there are times that I like to indulge in everything, but intuitive eating, it's a book, is like kind of the catalyst to being way more in tune with my body and being way more positive with my body rather than like trying to fight against it or like please other people with the way I look. So I highly recommend reading the book Intuitive Eating and like just learning how to get in touch with your body's natural cues because that is one of the main things that that has helped me with my positive body image. One of the things that I've actively had to do to help me heal from a negative relationship with my body has been removing myself from the running world. And I know it's so hard, obviously, when you're like in college or you're just surrounded by people that run, but I think it's, for me, like after college, it has been so necessary to remove myself from that elite running culture because, again, 
they value fitness so much. And obviously I value being a fit person, but I think a lot of the time fitness does get categorized by the way you look. And for me, I just really needed to remove myself from that situation. And honestly, it's really bad, but I feel like I've talked to a lot of runners who have like since graduated from college or maybe just run for fun now. But a lot of people in the elite running world think less of you when you don't run anymore or think less of you when you're not as good at running as you used to be. And I don't know what that is. That feeling has been validated by talking to other people who have been in the same situation as me, who have kind of like left the elite running world or just don't really run that much anymore or just like are run a lot slower or don't compete anymore. It's just crazy how much people value you for like how well you're doing on the track or like how fast you are as a runner. And then when you stop running, like how much their perception of you changes and you kind of turn into this like lazy person who doesn't care anymore. Or I know, I definitely know that some of that could just be me projecting that onto like other people. And maybe that's not the way people feel, but I also know it's valid because I've talked to a lot of other people who have graduated and stuff and don't run anymore or who run a lot slower that feel the exact same way. Maybe we're all just projecting, but I do feel like some people are a lot more condescending if you're not relevant in the running world anymore, which is just kind of crazy to me and it's really unhealthy. So removing myself from even me, like having to feel that way has been so important for me to heal the relationship with my body and the way I look because I really opened my eyes to a variety of different people. My group of friends, the people I surrounded myself around, for so many years was just this small niche of elite runners. And then I graduated from college and I just realized that there is so much more to life other than that little niche competitive running world. And it is so hard when you are in the moment, it feels like your life just depends on running. Your life just depends on your value just depends on like your relevancy in this like little competitive running world or like running fast, whatever. But then when I graduated and I removed myself from that little niche, I just came to realize that there are people out there that actually see value in you more than just your fitness level. And that to me was just revolutionary and me just building a positive body image for myself after college. Again, I know that's really hard for people that are obviously in the running environment and everything, but I think it makes such a difference just surrounding yourself with people that have a positive body image themselves and just like use healthy practices in their day-to-day -day life and surrounding yourself with people that don't care about necess that don't necessarily care about how fast you run, but rather they see value in you as a person regardless of like whatever fitness level that you're in. And now after college just surrounding myself with people that aren't necessarily like in the competitive running world, maybe they still run. Like I love running. I love running with people. I love meeting new people in the running world, but just like joining a group like Brooklyn Track Club where people are just from all different walks of life. People work normal jobs. They're nine to fivers and they just genuinely love to run. And there's just such a wide variety of, of people there, like different, different ages, professions, appearances, like just having such a diverse group of people that you hang around, I feel like is so important and also on social media, following people that don't necessarily base everything around fitness. I feel like it has been so important for me to realize that there is so much value in my life beyond the way my body looks or my fit or my fitness level at any point in time. Like I feel like, especially me in college, one of my worst fears was being out of shape. I would just, I dreaded the feeling of being out of shape. I dreaded losing all of like the years of fitness I've put into my body. And that's what I was fighting against for so long. And that's why I was just so like 
And that's what I was just so afraid of. And then I went through my 20th round of puberty after college, got my period, my body changed so much, took seven months off and realized it's okay. There have been significantly more positives in my life now that my body is completely different looking and I took that rest that I needed to, I allowed my body to change. I removed myself from, I guess like a toxic mindset of fitness is everything. And I learned that the people that I wanna hang around, the people that, my true friends, the people that really care about me will be there regardless of the way my body looks, regardless of my fitness level. They don't look at me any different. Even though I haven't been consistently training and racing and everything, they look at me the exact same. They see, me, they see my value as a person beyond my fitness level. And I think I really needed that. I think for me to heal my relationship with my body is to, is to let my body get, I guess, quote unquote, out of shape or whatever and let it do its thing, let myself go through puberty, take time off, let it develop, let it look completely different as it did four years ago when I was like running at the highest, highest level I've ever run at. I think just allowing myself and allowing my body to do what it needs to do and seeing the other side where now I look completely different. I look like a woman. I have a chest. My hips are a lot wider. I truly think I look good. And I truly, it's like, it's literally crazy for me to say this because it's taking me so long since like 21 to get to this point where I look in the mirror and I like truly think I look good and I like, I look womanly and I like wholly accept that and I'm not trying to fight against it. And I also realize that like by removing myself from the running world and having people comment on my physical appearance all the time, like removing myself away from that has led me to other relationships where people's, where people compliment me on like my outfits or just like where people compliment me on other things besides from like my physical fitness level, like different outfits I'm wearing, like hairstyles, personality, like just everything else beyond just the shape of my body has been so important for me. And also just forcing myself to accept myself where what it looks like at every single stage of life, I feel like is so important. Every single day, like your body changes a little bit. So the best thing that you can do is just accept where it's at. It's not about, po it's not about body positivity all the time. I don't wake up every day being like, I am beautiful. I am gorgeous. I love my body. Like I don't do these affirmations in the mirror or anything. It's just getting to a point where I look in the mirror, say, hmm, and then look away. And I'm not thinking twice about it. I'm not, I'm not picking apart my body and things I wish I could change about it. I'm not unable to take a shower because I don't want to like be with my own body. And it's like, and it's like most vulnerable state. Just getting to that point where I just don't care anymore. And I just genuinely love my body for where it's at right now. I'm taking care of it, resting, eating nutrient dense foods that make me feel good drinking enough water, just really being in tune with my body. And like, also with that, like getting back into training again, like just listening to what my body wants at the time and what I truly want, I feel like has just helped me heal from this like horrific state I was in a couple years ago. Your body image isn't gonna be cured no matter what like your body looks like. If you think that your body image is gonna be healed because you drop 15 pounds, it's not going to be. You need to do the work on the internal side to be able to get to a point where you love your body regardless of what it looks like. And that's when you'll start feeling free again. And for me, letting myself go through my 20th round of puberty and letting my body change and develop into this womanly figure, which is just a lot different than what I used to look like at my like leanest self in college and what I feel like a lot of people kind of want you to look like as a as an elite athlete and 
just allowing myself to do that, seeing that they're the people that value me beyond my physical appearance are still a part of my life and they just enjoy being in my presence now that I'm just like a better person, honestly. Like I'm just more myself. I'm not so self-conscious. I'm way more confident again. And just having this confidence and radiating confidence again has just been so important to me. And it, I value it so much more beyond being at my leanest self because I wasn't living at that point in time. And honestly, it's gotten to the point where it's like, I don't care how fast I run anymore. I don't need to run under 440 mile to feel good about myself anymore. I, that time of my life has sailed away and I am totally fine for that. And just because I know like the headspace I was in at that time and I never wanna go back to that. Now it's just about what I wanna do for my body that makes me feel good and just accepting myself at every single stage in whatever, and what life brings to me moving forward is the name of the game for me. And it it just, I can't explain to you how, how free I feel now that this isn't consuming my life anymore. And I just like, I really hope that other people, if you struggle with this, can like get to this point because, and just like knowing that it is possible because I just know for me, it took so many years of me just feeling like I'm never gonna get to this point. I'm never gonna get out of it. And just now knowing that it is possible to do, I just want to give someone else hope just to know like as a runner, you can kind of heal from this negative body image of yourself, but it's also just not going to happen on its own. And you also just need to stop thinking about looking a certain way and how that's going to make you happy because it's not. You, you need to put in the work mentally whether that be going to therapy, challenging yourself to like run without a shirt on, distancing yourself from people that make you feel bad about yourself and your physical appearance. You need to put in the work to heal yourself from this. And for me, it was taking time away from the sport of running, finding value in myself outside of fitness and outside of what my body looks like. And that has been such a game changer for me in my life. And I just wanted to share this episode with you all. This ended up being way longer than I expected to be and way more of like a story rather than tips because I went into this episode thinking I was just gonna give general tips, but I felt like I just needed to give the background and also kind of show how hard and long of a process it is, this has been for me. And I know if you are struggling with body image, you are not alone. The amount of people that have that have come to me since I've started opening up about this that are in the elite running world or maybe they're just younger and they're still and they're starting to deal with these problems like just know that you are not alone and it is possible to have a better relationship with yourself and your body and think positively and not have it consume your life. Anyway, I hope this episode wasn't all over the place and I hope it just, <laughs> I kind of feel like I just ranted. This is literally an hour long. I kind of feel like I just ranted for an hour and, and I wouldn't change any of my experiences at all. I feel like it made me a better person and it just made me a more confident person, if anything. And now I know like for the future ahead of me, regardless of how my body changes, I am so resilient, like with my mentality and I'm so accepting of myself that I know I can kind of handle anything that comes my way, which maybe is a bold statement, but I'm just, I feel so much more equipped mentally to handle my body changes down the road because I've been through, I feel like the ringer when it comes to it. So yeah, okay, I'm gonna end this episode before I go on for longer, but that got way more emotional than I was expecting at 11 a.m. on a Wednesday. But I hope you guys enjoy listening. Season four of Combos Over Cold Brew is going to start the first week of January. I'm so excited. We have a big year planned for the podcast and for all my social platforms. I'm really starting to get into running again in such a healthy way and I feel so great about it going to therapy, moving back to San Diego and taking the time to like really heal myself has been so important for me. And I'm just, 
I feel so good right now and I just want to ride this train all the way through 2022 and beyond. We are on the positivity track here. Anyway, make sure to rate and review on Apple Podcasts if you haven't already. If you love the podcast, it is a free way to support and it literally takes five seconds and it means the world. I love reading your guys' reviews. Also, don't forget to follow us on Convos Over Cold Brew Pod on Instagram to submit listener questions or like today, I asked you guys which kind of episode you wanted to hear from me and you guys chose the body image one. So don't forget to follow us on our Instagram and I will see you all next year. Happy holidays. Enjoy the new year. See you in January. Peace out, fellas.